So listen, the rumors are true. There is a seven step formula that when applied correctly, gives you the highest chance of hitting $10,000 a month. And this is the fastest way to go from zero to a full-time income because these seven steps remove any guesswork from your decision-making process. They're gonna go ahead and prevent you from making the mistakes that lead most people to failure. So as long as you follow these seven steps, you are pretty much guaranteed to make money. And as I run you through them, I'm gonna prove to you why. So with no further ado, let's get into it. Now, let me let you in on a little secret. 95% of people who try to start a side hustle or try to start an online business fail before they even get going. And let me tell you why. They try to look at what guys like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are doing and assume that those are the most profitable businesses there are. Starting an app, developing a software, building an online store. There's a very big flaw in this line of thinking because these businesses at a global scale are profitable, yes, but it fails to consider that there's a very different fundamental difference between you and guys like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. They have unlimited cash, they're extremely business savvy, and they have unlimited access to the world's top talent. On the other hand, you have no money to start, no business experience, and very little, but still some access to the world's top talent. Meaning if you chose any of those business models, you would be making a very grave mistake. It's kind of like trying to run an ultra marathon when you can't even do a lap around a track. Quite frankly, you'd be choosing the completely wrong business model for your career stage. Although they may be profitable ventures when they're operating in the billions, when you first start off these models, they're barely profitable, F profitable at all. So by choosing such models, you are literally setting yourself up for failure from day one. And that's exactly what 95% of people who are trying to make money do. And it's no wonder that most people fail and give up within the first few months. And in some cases, these people are left with thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars of debt by trying to start these difficult business models that involve investment or involve money to actually get it off the ground and develop a product or this or that. And then they're scarred and they're burnt and they kick themselves and they go, oh, Stupid me, how could I ever think that I could be an entrepreneur? How could I ever think that I could start an online business when they just started off on the wrong foot from day one? So if you don't wanna be a part of that 95%, here's what you need to do. You have to pick a business model that plays your strengths rather than the ones that highlight your weaknesses. And I think that we can all agree that building rockets is not gonna be the thing to take you from zero to $10,000 a month. You know, majority of the go-to business models are just as bad as trying to build a rocket ship and send it into space as a beginner. Things like building an app, I know, I have two of them. Things like starting an e-commerce brand, once again, I know because I have my own e-commerce brand. Developing a software, once again, I speak from experience that that's my main business, agency flow. And in fact, I've even bought a few other software companies to roll into the portfolio. So just like building rockets, these businesses are very complex to get off the ground. They require top talent for product development and require a lot of cash to get started. Way more than you would expect. So the number one main priority when starting a business is avoid the wrong business models for beginners. Now the question is, how do you tell the wrong ones from the right ones? Well, here is how you figure that out. I've put together a chart that will guide you through the process of picking your perfect business model. There's basically three parameters that you have to consider. The first one is initial investment. If you need to burn through cash in order to get your business off the ground, the risk of you losing all your savings and potentially even going into debt is just not worth it. It's simply too risky. Whereas if you have to invest a thousand or maybe $2,000 to get the business off the ground, that is totally fine. That's what I call a calculated risk. Not being a beginner and thinking that, hey, I'm gonna plunge 10,000 or 15,000 or $20,000 
into this business model or I'm going to ask my grandma for $100,000 loans and her life savings in order to roll the dice and potentially lose all my money. You need to understand that everything in life is offense and defense. So right now, it's most important that you pick a business model where if you don't succeed for three months, for six months, for nine months, maybe if you don't even succeed for a year, okay, maybe you've lost you know, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, maybe 2000 bucks. You haven't burned tens of thousands of dollars and gone into debt that can plague you for life. Instead, you need to pick the right business model for your career stage. And the business model that you pick now is not the same business model that eventually, if you want to make $10 million a year or $30 million a year, or you want to sell your company for $300 million, they're going to be two very different businesses but that's okay. That's fine. Let's focus on the next step. Let's focus on getting you to $10,000 a month because that's really, and I can speak from experience, having made tens of millions of dollars very soon in the next 12 months, crossing nine figures. I can tell you that making 10 K a month was the biggest life change I have ever had. Most people don't realize how much money just goes into starting some of these more difficult businesses that a lot of people preach. For example, majority of dropshipping stores in order to find one successful product, they have to test 20 or 30 different products. And you're going to spend no less than $10,000 in order to make that happen. You know, I speak from experience. My first business that I ran for six years, which was an agency, we had some of the most successful dropshipping stores in the world. These are businesses that were doing 40, $50 million a year in revenue. And that sounds amazing until you realize that we were testing five to 10 new products a day. And of that $50 million, the profit margin was 5%. They had tens and tens of employees and it was a whole operation. And then you look at something like developing an app or software. And once again, I speak from experience. I have multiple software companies and apps and my main business agency flow. I did not take investors. I plunged over a million dollars of my own money before I even ever saw a penny back from it just to develop the software as well as the application. So when you're first starting out, you do not want to be in a position where every single day you see your bank balance going down and down and down without even light at the end of the tunnel of when you're going to make that money back. And unfortunately, that is the nature of businesses that require a product to sell. Product development requires an abundance of time and cash to burn. And that leads directly into our second parameter, which is product development. When you're first starting out, you want to avoid businesses that require product development for all the reasons that I just mentioned. Now you might be asking what type of business doesn't require a product to sell? Because if you sell a product, then obviously you need to start off by going through product development. And that's why I always personally suggest starting by offering services. Services don't require you to spend any money on product development because you are the product in a sense. You're selling your time, your effort, or your knowledge. So you get to skip the entire product development stage. And if you're thinking, but I don't have any knowledge to offer, don't worry, because that's not a problem either. Because in step seven, I'm going to show you how to actually get someone to deliver the services for you by using something I call contractor arbitrage. And you get to do all of that without putting any of your own money down. And here's the real beauty of selling services rather than selling products. The guy that's building an app or starting an e-commerce store, for example, has to deal with product development, shipping, logistics, suppliers, margins, marketing, selling, customer service, supply chains, payment processes, all of that. While over here, there's a guy that all he does to make the same profit is just write some emails for some e-commerce stores or creating content for e-commerce stores or finding influencers for e-commerce stores. The point is that this person doesn't need to focus on 15 different components of the business. They can simply focus on the service that they're offering and making sure that they offer it to multiple different clients, which makes the business a lot easier because you just implement and copy paste the same systems from client to client to client. And a lot of times the agencies actually make more profit than the clients that they're even selling their services to. They don't make more revenue, but they make more profit. And at the end of the day, profit and having a cash flow business is the only thing that's important. 
Now, why is this? Well, it's because of the third parameter, which is quantity. You see, when you're selling products, you need to sell hundreds to upwards of thousands of them, depending on the price point, just to make $10,000 a month. And that requires a lot of skill and usually a large marketing budget as well. Now, when you're selling services, you don't need to be selling thousands of units a month. As long as you choose the right service, you can easily charge four figures a month, meaning you only need a handful of clients to get to that illustrious $10,000 a month mark. The less units you have to sell, the easier it is to get there. And better yet, when selling services, you don't need to invest a penny in marketing. And that's because you can find clients organically, which will cost you zero dollars. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that in step four. Now, before we get there, the next obvious question becomes, what service should we offer? Because services can literally be anything. Fixing a leaking pipe, giving a haircut, developing a web app, running ads, personal training. I mean, the possibilities are endless. However, some services are terrible options, whereas some will change your life forever, which leads us perfectly into the second step of this video. So step two is choose a profitable service. Now to make it easy for you to tell what is a profitable service and what is not, I also put together another chart for this step. Here we have five parameters. And if you get these five parameters right, you will have a very profitable service to offer. So as we were just talking about, it all starts with price. I want you to be offering a service that allows you to command high ticket pricing. I recommend never going below $1,000 a month, but ideally something you can charge upwards of $2,500 a month for. With that, you only need four clients to get to $10,000 a month, which is very doable. Now you might be asking, what sort of service allows me to charge $2,500 a month for? Now, in order to answer that question, I'm going to present to you a concept that I only teach in my flagship program, Agency Navigator, and it's called offer type. You see, when it comes to commanding high ticket prices, it's not so much about the service you're offering, but rather how you frame it. And let me explain what I mean by that. You see, your service could be simply writing. And in one case, you could be writing blog posts for businesses, and you'd normally be able to charge $50, maybe $100 per post in a very good scenario. That's because usually a blog doesn't have that much value for a business. It doesn't really generate sales majority of the time. So in that case, basically what you're selling is convenience. You're saving businesses time by them not having to write the post themselves. The problem is you can't charge much for that. Now you could be doing the exact same thing, but instead of writing blogs, you could be writing ads or emails. For the majority of businesses that sell online, these are their top sources of revenue. So if you want to write an ad or an email that performs well, you could literally double their sales overnight. And in this case, you're not offering convenience. Instead, you're offering ROI, return on investment. And the thing is, when there's a clear measurable return from your service, it is way easier to charge high ticket prices. You could struggle to sell blog posts for $50 a pop and instead just change your offer, change the way that you frame it and sell email marketing or ad creation services for $2,000 a pop like this. At the end of the day, you're still doing the same thing, which is writing. Instead, all you're doing is changing the positioning, the framing of it. Basically, you went from a convenience offer to an ROI offer. And by the way, just to clarify, when I say return on investment, it doesn't always mean monetary. For example, if you're a designer, you could sell logos which have no measurable return out of them whatsoever, and everyone and their nephew are offering them. Or you could sell thumbnail designs for YouTubers. You're still doing the same thing, the same activity, graphic design work. But one is considered a commodity and the other is high impact. Even me in my position, I have three full-time thumbnail editors that get paid upwards of $3,000 a month 
just to edit thumbnails for me. All they do every single day is just re-edit old thumbnails and come up with new concepts and ideas. And that's because I know that a good thumbnail can literally double the views of my channel. And so does every other content creator out there. And content creators understand that if you double the views, that also means you double the channel revenue, you get more sponsors, and you sell more of whatever product it is that you're selling. So although there's no direct financial ROI, there's still a very clear return for this activity, which again, allows you to command higher prices for at the end of the day is essentially the same service. And it's also the type of service that no one else is offering, by the way. It is literally a blue ocean. Now, another very important factor to consider is work regimen. That is remote work versus in-person work. You see, in-person work would include services like plumbing, personal training, sports coaching, computer and phone repairing, etc. And although you can charge high ticket prices for some of these services, it's gonna be very difficult to scale because you are limited geographically, meaning they require your personal time to fulfill and they limit your target market drastically since you're gonna be attached to one location. All while sacrificing your location freedom. While working online, you can sell to people around the world, which is a target market of dozens of millions of businesses compared to just a few hundred when working in person. It's way easier to get clients and scale when working remotely. Plus, it provides you with location freedom from the get-go. Finally, we have recurrence, and that is offering a service that rather than selling and getting paid once, you sell once and get paid every single month. And here, is the beauty of that. For majority of businesses out there, it doesn't matter if they sell $1,000, $100,000, or even a million dollars in a month. The next month, they start over from zero, a blank slate. Now, when you have a service with recurrence, if you sell $10,000 worth of services in a month, well, the next month you'll get paid $10,000 again, even if you make zero new sales. And if the next month you sell another $10,000 worth of services, you'll now get paid $20,000 the month after. Instead of starting from zero every single month, you're always building on top of what you did the months before, which also means that you only need one to two sales every single month in order to hit $10,000 a month within three to six months. And if you follow the step-by-step -step outreach method that I'm gonna teach you in step four of this video, getting those one to two sales every month is only a matter of time by sending enough messages. This way you never need to rely on luck or anything else that's out of your control. So to sum it all up, a good service to choose is the one that allows you to have a price point of over $1,000, ideally up to $2,500 a month, has recurrency, is remote, and is an ROI offer. And here are just a few of the services that my students inside of Agency Navigator have implemented and used to consistently generate over $10,000 a month. Email marketing, thumbnail design agency, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, conversion rate optimization, content creation, influencer marketing, short form content. And these are just a few of them. Usually any type of service that helps businesses get more customers, whether that's directly or indirectly, is a great one to pick. Again, if you don't know how to deliver any of these services, I'm gonna show you how to do this in step seven through contractor arbitrage. The fact is countless businesses, both worldwide and the ones that are right next to you are looking for ways to get more customers and they're willing to pay top dollar in order to make it happen. I mean, just think about all of those stores. Every time you walk down the street that have hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not even millions of dollars of products or even services sitting inside and no one to sell them. And if you can help these people sell these products, well then for them, paying you $1,000 or $3,000 or heck, even $10,000 a month 
It's chump change for them. And Sufyan is living proof of that. He managed to sign a local business from his hometown in Germany for a one-time $15,000 euro fee plus a $2,500 a month retainer in just one month of using this business model. And the best part is the demand for such services outweighs the amount of people there are to actually deliver it. Meaning there is a gigantic gap in the market and the people who take advantage of this opportunity are inevitably going to do well. Now, before you go out there trying to offer these services to every single business, I need to give you a warning. Not every business can pay you $2,500 a month, whereas for some businesses, they don't even notice $2,500 a month on their expense sheet. That's why you have to be very specific and strategic on what niches that you choose. There's a few industries where signing a client for $10,000 a month is easy, whereas in some niches, you can barely even get them to pay you $300 a month. So you have to choose wisely, and that's exactly what I'm gonna show you right now in step three. So the next step is picking the right niche. So here's the thing, you've picked your business model, you've picked a profitable service, and just with that, you are ahead of 70% of people who even start this journey. But there's still very important details that you must pay attention to. That's because even though you've chosen a profitable service, if you choose the wrong niche, you will still struggle to make money. That's why you must be selective about the niches that you work with. And once again, that's why I've created a cheat sheet that's gonna remove any guesswork from your decision-making process on what niches you should and shouldn't select. Now, the first parameter is very simple, and that's revenue. Because if you pick a niche where clients usually have high revenue numbers, you'll make more money because they have the resources to pay you well. And if you pick a niche where clients can usually barely scrape by, you will struggle financially as well because they lack the resources to pay you. And from personal experience, the clients that pay the least are usually the ones that are the most headache to work with. So you might as well just go for the high paying ones. So let's put a number to it. I would not suggest working with any businesses that make less than $50,000 a month because when a business surpasses that threshold, that's usually where they have the resources to reinvest and they also find value in doing so. So here's a few types of businesses you want to avoid. First is startups, because they usually don't make any money and they try to bootstrap and cut costs as much as they can. It usually takes years for them to become profitable and that's not an environment that you wanna be in. And second is one person businesses. They usually view themselves more as a self-employed individual than a business per se. And this also usually translates into their revenue numbers, which are usually way below the $50,000 mark I mentioned. Now, the second parameter that you need to look at is profit margin. Some businesses do make a lot of money when talking about revenue, but when you look at their profit margins, well, then it tells a very different story. Ideally, you wanna work with businesses that have 40% plus profit margins. Anything less than that, and you're gonna run into the same problem as businesses with low revenue. And a few examples of classic low profit margin businesses are clothing stores, restaurants, apps, or retail stores. These are businesses that usually don't have a lot of spare cash laying around. And it usually takes them months to break even on the cost of acquiring a customer. So imagine if you bring a customer through your service, but that customer will only be profitable in month four, five, or six. Well, that's a bit of a sticky situation to be in. You wanna work with businesses that when you bring them a customer through your service, they profit straight away. That's why the third parameter to pay attention to here is their product ticket. And what I mean by that is their average price that a customer pays them per transaction. Ideally, you wanna be working with businesses that have a product ticket higher than $1,000. And that's because with only a handful of sales, they are already profitable on your service. Let me give you a very simple example. Let's say you help law firms to get more clients and you do that through whatever service you deliver in order to achieve that. And let's say you're charging them $2,000 a month and their average client is worth $1,000 to them. If you bring them five clients a month, 
they're already making at the very least a 2x return on their investment, already discounting their margins. And trust me, getting them five new clients a month is a super easy job to execute. So that is a very easy win client. Now, on the other hand, imagine that you were working with a chewing gum company and their product ticket is $5. So for them to get the same return on investment, you'd probably have to bring them anywhere from 2000 to 10,000 customers per month, considering their low margins. And that, my friend, is an extremely hard job to do. And that client will hardly ever work out for you. So a few classic examples of good niches here would be law firms, pool installation, home renovation, pest control, solar energy. And now I also want to encourage you to add an extra parameter to your niche and think a little outside the box. You see, the best clients I ever worked with at my agency were always very non-obvious and kind of quirky niches. For example, companies with weird products or services like amateur radios, power washes, container houses, custom jewelry, or companies with a lot of funding. And there are a few companies out there that truly don't care about results, but rather they just have to spend their marketing budget to please their investors or companies with lots of assets that make your job easier. Here's what I mean. Companies with big email lists, big audience on social media, a lot of organic traffic. All of these can be used to your advantage and make your job so much easier. All of these are easy win clients and clients that pay very, very well. And now I'm going to show you where to find these clients and how to get them to pay you a thousand to $10,000 a month for your service. So next step is how to get clients. You see, all businesses need clients. We know that. But the perk of a service-based business is that you only need a select handful of clients in order to make a full-time income with it, which means you have a big advantage. You can do things that are not scalable. Think about it. If you need hundreds or thousands of customers like online stores, apps, and courses do, investing in marketing is the only scalable way to acquire such clients. You know, they can't be out here sending thousands of cold emails a week trying to sell their products through it. You know, that would result in only a handful of new clients, you know, people that know nothing about them, which is nearly not enough for what they sell, you know, the price point and the margins. So it's not scalable for them to do. But for us, it doesn't matter. We'll gladly take those five to 10 customers because that is all we need in order to make $10,000 a month. So that's exactly what I'm going to show you how to do. Now I'm going to show you how to get your first client for free by using something called cold outreach. And here's the basic process of getting a client through cold outreach. Number one, you compile a list of potential clients. Then you reach out to people in this list. You jump on a Zoom call with them and you sign them as a client on that Zoom call. It doesn't get simpler than that. And again, you're not going to be out here signing hundreds of new clients a week by doing this, but you can definitely get a handful a month. And that's all you need in order to be making $10,000 a month with your business without ever putting any investment into it. Now, here's where most people fail in the process of getting clients with cold outreach. They just start prospecting, cold calling, cold emails, sending messages on Instagram without ever working on coming up with a high quality list of people to contact in the first place. You know what the number one denominator of success is when it comes to outreach efforts? Most people think it's about the script, the words they say in their outreach message. This only accounts for around 20% of your success when it comes to contacting potential clients. The other 80% is about who you choose to contact in the first place. You see, most people try to reach out to potential clients through cold email with an email list they got from some random website. Then when their response rate is terrible, they think it's because of the things that they're saying in their messages. Well, it's not. First, you need to figure out where are your ideal customers hanging out, and then you need to go there to talk to them. And I don't mean physically, by the way, don't show up at their doorstep. Let's say, for example, you're trying to sell your services to e-commerce brands. You know the best place to find them? 
Let's actually run through this exercise together. Open your Instagram and search for an influencer that teaches e-commerce. Let's say Ezra Firestone. Then you go on his followers list and start opening the profiles in there. Then just read their bios and you're going to find a bunch of e-commerce brand owners. Next, all you have to do is list them all and contact them, which I'll show you exactly how to do in one minute. And you can also do the same on Twitter by searching on the followers list of Shopify, for example, and you're going to find tons and tons of brand owners there. And by the way, Facebook groups also works for this. Working on compiling a solid list of leads will make your life 10 times easier when you're doing outreach. So after you've compiled a list of potential clients, it's time to start reaching out. And now I'm going to give you a bulletproof template, a bulletproof framework that you may need to tweak and change depending on your style and the way you speak. But I'm going to give you a framework that's going to help you book meetings with consistency if you stick with it. So it's composed of five parts. First, you simply say hi. Second, you give context and express a common value that led to you contacting them. Then you use this common value to pivot to an opportunity point. Then you take the pressure off of them and then you show them that you can help them by actually helping them. And finally, you invite them to a meeting. So let's break down what this would look like in practice using the example of selling Facebook ads to an e-commerce brand owner. Step one, say hi. So you go, hey, Josh, how you doing? Step two, you give some context and express some common value. I stumbled across your profile while reading one of Ezra Firestone's posts on Instagram, and I noticed that you like the same post. I love the guy. He has some solid plugins for increasing conversion rate on Shopify stores. This is very important because when a person receives a message and cold outreach, the first thing they're going to think of, they're going to have their guard up. They're going to think, well, how did this person actually find me? Which then allows you to move on to step three, which is pivot to an opportunity point. Anyways, I was taking a look at your profile and I noticed that you have a brand that sells online, but I wasn't able to find any active ads running for your store. And this answers the very next obvious question, which is, why is this person contacting me? And bear in mind, whatever it is that they do, you can mix things up. Let's say, for example, this person was an author or this person was a very successful YouTuber. Well, then you could be like, hey, by the way, I looked on TikTok and you had one TikTok account, but I noticed that you haven't been creating multiple other TikTok accounts in order to spread your message farther. So whatever service you offer, you can find a reason of why you're contacting them. And that could either be because they're not doing something that could be making them money or they're not doing it well enough and you can help them with that. And that leads on to step four, which is take pressure off them. Saying something along the lines of not sure if that's something you're currently working on or you just haven't had the time yet. You never want to point out a fault in someone's business without acknowledging that it's not their fault in a sense, because people take that very personally. You don't want to come across as argumentative or in a wrong way. So you always want to sort of soften the blow of you noticing that this is something that they're not doing or could be doing better. Now, step five is show them how you can help them by actually helping them. So you go on to say something along the lines of, but I'm sure a few ads would help you increase your sales. So I've taken a look at what a few other brands in the space are doing, and I found these two ads that are working extremely well for them. And I actually record this quick video breaking them down for you. And here you send them a three to five minute video breaking down the ads or whatever relevant info you can provide them with based on your service. The thing here is, since you'll be prospecting people in the same niche, you only need to record one loom or one video and you can use it with all potential clients. Record it as if it was for one specific person, but just make sure not to mention their name or brand so you can always use the same one. And you can find good ads by searching on Facebook ads library for some ads that have been running for a few weeks. It really shouldn't take you more than 10 minutes to find them and record a quick three minute loom. And the next step is invite them to a meeting. If you think those could work for you, 
I have a few angles in mind that you'd be able to quickly record and put them to test within a few days. You down jumping on a call so I can walk you through them. And by the way, make sure you're sending each part of this script as a separate Instagram message. So it looks more organic rather than one massive paragraph. Cause it just seems a little too formal. They're going to have their guard up a little quicker and that's it. No need to overcomplicate things. Now here's what it takes to get to $10,000 a month with this process. Let's say you sourced a list of 60 people to reach out to, and it took you two hours to do that. That means that in total, it took you two minutes per profile. Then you consider the time you spent messaging these prospects. Let's say it took you a total of four and a half hours to send all of these messages. Well, that means the average time per message sent was three minutes. So now you're at five minutes spent per contacted person in total, considering both steps, two minutes of finding the profile and three minutes of sending the messages. Obviously you do these in bulk as separate activities, but when brought together, it's five minutes per potential client. Now you have to figure out how many messages you need to send in order to get a response. So let's say that for every six messages you send, you get one reply, five minutes to send a message times six messages, which means your total time per reply is 30 minutes. Now, how many replies do you need in order to get a meeting? Let's say you need eight replies. Well, 30 minutes per reply times eight replies equals four hours. So in total, you need four hours in order to secure a meeting. Now, how many meetings do you need in order to secure one client? Let's say you have to take five meetings to close one which means four hours to get a meeting times five meetings. That means that in total, you'd have to invest 20 hours to close your first paying clients, 20 hours. How does that sound to you? Investing 20 hours upfront in order to get paid 500 to $2,000 a month, every single month. And I personally think that's worth the effort, right? Now, all the numbers I used here are very realistic, but let's say, because this is the first time that you're doing this, it's going to you know, take you a little bit of practice. You're going to have to figure out the ropes, et cetera, et cetera. So let's double it. Let's say 40 hours to sign your first client. And now let's even go a step further. Let's say after you sign your first client, you dedicate four hours of your day to outreach and three hours of your day to service delivery. That's way more than you need for service delivery, by the way. Now, in case you don't have three hours for service delivery because you work a full-time job or study full-time, I'm going to show you how to get this done for you by someone else in step seven. This way you can get it down to only two hours per week you have to spend on service delivery. But for now, let's call it four hours for outreach and three hours for service delivery. Then you manage to get your outreach time down to 20 hours. As in the first example I gave in five working days, you are going to sign your second client and do it for one more week. And you sign your third client and do it for one month consistently. And you already have four clients paying you anywhere from a thousand to $3,000 per month, because now you also have more experience and have the confidence to charge more. So let's take the average between the two and say that your average retainer is now $2,000 per month. If you work for 60 days on this and manage to sign a new client every 12 days at $2,000, you will already be at $10,000 a month. And that's extrapolating by more than double than our original calculation of five days to close a client working four hours a day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why this is the most simple, straightforward, and the least riskiest way to get to $10,000 a month. You put together a list of potential clients, you reach out to them, you book a meeting with the ones that reply and you jump on a meeting and sign them as clients. And then you rinse and repeat until you get to $10,000 a month. And by the way, the process of getting to $100,000 a month is exactly the same. You just need more clients or at a higher monthly retainer. Now to make this much in a regular job takes lots of qualifications, decades of work experience and slave like hours. But when you start a service-based business or an agency, as I call it, making hundred K a year is the norm. Now, usually when my students get to this part of the process, their number one question is, well, how do I get paid? And quite frankly, this is the easiest part of the process. So 
let me show you how. All you need to do is create a Stripe account. And in case Stripe isn't available in your country, you can use other payment processes such as PayPal or Payoneer. Then all you have to do is connect Stripe to an invoicing software, for example, Simple Invoices, or I personally use Agency Flow. Now, I'm the founder of Agency Flow, so obviously I'm a little biased about it, but lets you send invoices, communicate with clients, track your outreach efforts, and basically everything you need to run an agency. But anyways, once you connect Stripe to the invoicing platform of your choice, all you have to do is this. Once you're on a Zoom meeting with your potential customer, you pitch them on your services. A majority of people get stuck here and overthink how much they should charge. My advice is just keep it stupid simple. Start with $1,000, then work your way up to $2,500 as you sign more clients. And inside of Agency Navigator, I teach you exactly how to structure performance-based billing models, which will make your client retainers go from $2,000 a month to $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month. And personally, my biggest retainer that I ever had in my six-year journey of running an agency was $46,000 in a single month build. And in fact, we've even had two students that have managed to surpass that mark. But that is a conversation for another day. So when first starting out, keep it simple and just charge $1,000 a month. Then once you've pitched the service and your potential client has agreed to work with you, all you have to do is send them an online invoice with the invoicing software you've set up. Then they'll pay it and voila, Congratulations, you have your first paying client. Now, the only question we have left is how do you actually deliver the services? And that leads us directly into our last step. Now, have you ever stopped to look at how the biggest service-based companies actually operate? The ones with swanky offices with hundreds of employees, they have a very simple model. They pay their employees, let's say 10, $15 an hour, and then they charge their clients $50 an hour and simply pocket the difference. They simply figure out how much to charge a client based on the number of hours that the project will take and how much they're paying their employees. And then they're gonna add an extra 100 to 300% markup on top of that. That is literally their entire business model. All these businesses you think are so smart and they're, you know, they make tens of millions of dollars a year and these law firms and this and that, that's their business model, that's it. Now what we do here is even smarter than that. Instead of having to deal with the risks that come with typical employment relationships, such as fixed payroll and long time frame contracts, we're gonna hire a contractor who already has experience with the service they're offering. And we're gonna do that on a per client basis. So what does this mean? Well, first, we won't have any risks on our end because we'll only pay our contractor once we've already been paid by the client. You see, the client pays you on day one and you pay the contractor on day 30, only after they have delivered the services. And that's a very common practice. Obviously, you know, as even traditional employees, you get paid at the end of the month, but any sort of agencies or service providers, you know, if you go to a web design agency or whatever, you're gonna have to pay upfront for the project to get started. You know, it's funny, even at law firms, you know, they pay their employees at the end of the month, but if you go to a law firm, you're gonna have to pay a big chunk upfront, basically as credit for the work that they're gonna do for you. So this way you won't ever have to pay anything out of pocket and you only pay them once you get a client. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what I call contractor arbitrage. I mean, it's the exact same thing that Uber does. Think about it. Whenever a new driver registers to Uber, Uber as a company doesn't have any added risk because this driver literally doesn't cost them any money, all while adding new potential revenue to them. And it's only after the driver generates such revenue that Uber pays their fee. It's free cash flow for their company. And we are doing the exact same. 
This way, you're never going to run into cash flow issues and you're never going to have to pay anything out of pocket. And the craziest part in all of this is that it's actually cheaper to hire an experienced contractor who speaks impeccable English from countries like South Africa, New Zealand, Peru, Colombia, Brazil, Pakistan, Indonesia, Philippines, and a bunch of other countries than it is to hire someone who just graduated a marketing university in the US and has literally zero experience. And I mean, just to give you some context, my CMO at Grow Your Agency, Luis, well, he's from Brazil and he's been working with me for over three years at this point. And he used to be a contractor at my agency when we first started working together. I've hired literally hundreds of people from countries like Colombia, South Africa, Serbia, India, and they're all extremely good at what they do. And here's how to structure these deals. The way that our students usually structure their deals with contractors is they pay them anywhere from 250 to 1000 bucks per month per client. Then they charge these clients anywhere from 1000 to $10,000 a month. I mean, when me and my first contractor started working together all the way back in early 2018, he was charging me $600 per month per client. And I was actually selling these services for $3,500, $5,000, up to $10,000 a month. And actually, when I signed that client for $10,000 a month, I was like, Okay, I think I should probably bring this person on full time. So I brought him on full time. His name was Danny and he ended up working for me for many, many years as my CMO at the agency. Now here's an example from our student, Jamie, who signed a $7,000 deal that he outsourced for $1,200 while enjoying life on a freaking paradise island. And you can work this out depending on your retainers and the amount of work each client requires. I personally never suggest going below 60% margins in order to keep your agency very profitable. And the best part is you're making a real difference in the life of these contractors because if they were working the same job in their own countries, they would work way more and make five to 10 times less when getting paid in their own country's currency. Of course, I was always very transparent with contractors of how much I was charging clients, and I suggest that you do the same. The next question is how do you actually find contractors to work with you? You can look in a lot of different places like LinkedIn, Upwork, or other business related and job listing social platforms, but by far my favorite place to find them is on Facebook groups. You can find Facebook groups closely related to topics of your service like Facebook ad buyers or SEO ninjas, and these places are crowded with good potential contractors. I mean, think about it. If someone is actively engaging Facebook groups in order to sharpen their skill sets, well, that's a very good sign. And I'll let you in on a little secret. The best types of groups with the highest quality of contractors available are the closed communities for softwares that teach you what you offer as a service. So groups for paid programs that teach Facebook ads or SEO or whatever your service is. And usually you can get your job listing posted in the groups by contacting one of the admins because it's in their best interest to offer job opportunities to their customers and their students. So that's how you take advantage of contractor arbitrage to get all the service fulfillment taken care of by an experienced professional without having to do any of the work yourself. It is a truly beginner-friendly copy and paste business model. So now do you see why literally anyone can do this? And I mean anyone. Even guys like Benet, who is from Nepal and is already signing clients for his agency in his first few weeks with this business model. I mean, how awesome is it that this beginner-friendly business model is allowing people to make five figures from the comfort of their own home even in third world countries. I mean, it's, it's nuts. So these seven steps that I just delivered to you are the map to achieve financial freedom in this day and age. So if you could take just one thing out of this video, it's this. I always say that achieving financial freedom is kind of like climbing a mountain. If you want to successfully reach the top of the mountain, you need two things, a map to show you how to get there and a safety net that prevents you from falling through the cracks. And you need these because two things will inevitably happen. You got lost in the way and you'll fall. But if you have a map, you will always find a way back 
to the trail. And if you have safety nets, even if you fall down, you will always get back up safely. Now, what I just delivered to you is a tiny part of the map. Now it's time for me to give you the full map. Unfortunately, I can't record and upload a 25 hour long YouTube video going through exactly how to start this process, going over every detail of starting an online business from scratch. But luckily, as I mentioned to you earlier, I have one of the world's leading e-learning platforms, Grow Your Agency. And inside of this platform, I have my flagship program. It's called Agency Navigator. Agency Navigator is the complete map you need in order to start a location independent business from zero and scale it to $10,000 a month in the shortest time frame possible by selling services online. Even if you have no previous experience and this map is composed of three parts. The first one is the foundations part. And here you basically learn how to set everything up. That is how to choose a service to offer, how to choose a niche, how to get paid, how to prepare yourself to onboard clients, how to find experienced people to deliver the service for you. Basically everything you need to get up and running, but also what mindsets you need to adopt in order to succeed in this game, how to prepare yourself mentally, how to structure your days and all the mindset stuff that is just as important and no one talks about. And after this part, you would have set up the entire structure and everything you need in order to start signing clients and getting paid. So logically, the second part of the map is showing you exactly how to sign clients. This stage gives you the step-by-step -step action plan to start signing clients, which is where to find potential clients, exactly how to reach out to them, what to say to open the conversation and get them in a Zoom meeting with you. And then finally, exactly what to say during your meeting in order to get your potential clients to trust you. And as a result, sign them and get them to pay you on the spot. After this stage, finding clients will never be a problem to you ever again. You will have acquired the skill of attracting people who want to give you money on demand. And finally, our last stage covers how to actually deliver results. In this stage, we go in depth on the best practices of service delivery and teach you step by step how to master the service that I consider to be the most profitable and scalable one, which is paid ads. And after this stage, you'll become a master at getting killer results for your clients through paid advertising, even if you have never run an ad before. And when you apply this knowledge, you will have a business that is ready to pay you anywhere from a thousand to ten thousand dollars a month while providing you with time and location freedom. I want you to take the example from Jackson to understand the power of this map that I'm giving you. Jackson signed his first client for $2,000 a month three months ago, and he's now gone and paid a total of $6,000 from just this one client alone. And he will still continue to get paid by this very same client for months, potentially years to come. I mean, think about how much this one client alone can generate him in his lifetime, tens and tens of thousands of dollars. And all of this because he sold a client once. And after that, all he has to do is deliver the services, which once again can be easily outsourced by taking advantage of contractor arbitrage, which I also cover very in depth inside of Agency Navigator. Now, the other thing that you need on this map is a safety net. And the reason we have such a high success rate inside of our programs is because of the safety net. We've noticed the majority of students fail because they fall through the cracks. They get stuck choosing a niche or they choose the wrong service or they don't send enough outreach messages. So we create the safety nets to avoid you from falling through these cracks. And we have three levels of safety nets to avoid that from happening. The first safety net is our student community. Inside the community, you're gonna find people starting at the same time as you, from the same level as you, and you'll get to share your journey together. It's extremely important to have people walking this journey alongside you, especially when times get tough, because it stops it from being you against the world to us 
against the world. And inside the community, you're also going to find other students who are farther ahead of you in their journey and who can help you with your problems because they have walked the same path before. And I'm very proud to say that inside of Agency Navigator, you're going to find a level of community you are simply not going to find anywhere else. Inside of it, you're going to meet people like Marcus, who scaled his agency to $30,000 a month profit. Girls like Ellen, who's still in high school and already has 17 clients on retainer, three months after starting outreach. Or guys like Nick, who went from zero to 10 clients in a month period and managed to get his own place in downtown Nashville at the age of 18. And this leads into our second safety net, our expert team of coaches. I say this because the apartment that Nick got, well, that's the exact same apartment that John Danes, who's one of our coaches, lives in. You see, John is the owner of two very successful lead generation agencies and is currently one of the coaches that helps students with agency operations, sales, and service delivery. So here's how the coaching calls work. Every single week, we have multiple live coaching calls on sales, service delivery, outreach, mindset, and accountability. I mean, you can literally jump on these calls, unmute yourself, and ask one of our expert coaches whatever you want. And here's what happens when you go into the coaching calls, ask good questions, and apply what they teach you. You got his first client at $2,500 a month after applying what Luis, one of our coaches, told him to do in one of their Q&A calls. And look what happened just two days after. He closed another client at $6,000 a month. I mean, he went from zero to $8,500 a month in simply a matter of three days. And what I'm most proud of is that every single one of our coaches have gone through our courses as students, just like you, and have made hundreds of thousands of dollars a year from their agencies. Having these coaches as your safety net, ready to answer any of your questions and help you get unstuck, is the ones who go on to achieve success compared to the ones that fall through the cracks and never make it out. Finally, we have our third and probably most insane level of safety net, and that is our dedicated one-on-one -on -one coaches. When you join Agency Navigator, you get assigned a one-on-one -on -one coach to guide you on your journey and to provide you with the most insane level of mentorship you can find in any online program. You're gonna have a kickoff call with your dedicated coach right away when you join the program, followed by a one-month check-in call, a three-month check-in call, and a six-month check-in call to make sure you are accountable and keep you on the right track throughout your journey. To this point, we've had more than 20,000 people to apply to work with us in this specific position, and we've hired less than 50 and we run application process for this position almost weekly at this point in order to find the best of the best talent out there. I mean, it is literally easier to be accepted into Harvard than it is to get accepted to be a coach to our students. And that's why we call them the student success concierge. This is how serious we take this position and the level of support that you get inside of Agency Navigator. All the time I see student wins where people tag their student success concierge saying how much they help them along the way. And with this map and safety net, we've taught over 15,000 students to date. Our average student takes around 47 days to sign their first paying client and the average client retainer of our students is $2,000 a month. And the real beauty is that after they sign their first client, it takes them around half the time to sign their second one. And at this point, they're already making a full-time income. I mean, for any type of degree that provides you this type of compensation, colleges are charging an average of $57,000 a year. For the five years it takes to graduate, that would equate to over $250,000 invested into your education. Now, from the very second I founded Grow Your Agency five years ago, the mission has always been the same, to deliver 10 times the impact on your income for one one hundredth the price tag of a regular college education. I mean, our student testimonials already proved that we delivered 10 times the impact 
on your income. Now, one one hundredth the price tag of a regular college education, the $250,000 we just mentioned would equate to $2,500. But to be completely honest, I still wasn't happy at this price point because I felt it was too out of reach for most people. So if you want to get access to the complete map, which is Agency Navigator, and our three levels of safety net, the community, the coaching calls, and the one-on-one dedicated coach, $2,500 is not the price you're going to be paying today. I've decided that when you enroll in Agency Navigator today, Rather than $2,500, you're going to be paying a one-time fee of $1,499. And that's not all, because Agency Navigator is going to be moving to a yearly subscription model very soon. That means that for people to get continuous access to the programs, the exclusive student community, the coaching calls, the dedicated coach, they will have to pay a yearly fee on top of that of $1,499. And we already have a set date for this to get implemented. So if you want to get lifetime access to the exclusive student community, to the coaching calls, the dedicated one-on-one coach, as well as the complete agency navigator program that will teach you how to build your agency from zero to $10,000 a month in record time, well then today is your best bet. And listen, a few days from now, or even next month, this offer may not be available anymore. So just remember, right now at this exact moment, we are living the best moment in history to start your online agency business. There has never before been such a demand for these type of services. That means that the more that you wait, the more that you procrastinate, there are other people right now that aren't who are taking your potential clients, who are taking the four-figure monthly sums that you should be paid because you didn't, you procrastinated, you kicked the can down the road, which by the way is what you did last year and the year before that, and you said, I'll, I'll get to it some other time. And by the way, businesses have already included these services in their marketing budget for the year. This means that they're gonna spend the money either way. So if you're not the one getting paid these four-figure monthly sums, then someone else who's watching this video that did commit to the roadmap well, they're getting that money instead. So you can either be the one taking action yourself and getting what's yours, or you can be the one sitting back and watching others succeed. The choice is yours. So if you wanna learn how to start a $10,000 a month agency from scratch, click the button below this video and get a lifetime access to Agency Navigator. And in case you have any questions that were not answered in this video, or if you're having any problems completing your purchase, you can book a call with one of our student success team and they'll personally help you with your situation. So I want you to know that I'm rooting for you I'm here to see you succeed and I'll see you inside of Agency Navigator.